Welcome to episode 24 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. Hey, we have Jared back. Yep, I'm here. How you feeling, buddy? Well. Uh, I feel a little better. Um, just to get everybody up to speed, we had a little bit of a sickness thing going on in my family. And I think it started, yeah, it started with our youngest, and then I got it, and then everybody else got it. So Thursday, I was out. I think I left early on Wednesday last week. Um, and then we had a funeral on Friday. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, whole weekend was crazy. Then I lost my voice and it is coming back finally today. So yeah, a little, little bit of a hectic weekend. Yeah. Sounds like it. It's never, it's never good when you're sick and it's even worse when your whole family gets sick and that's just, that's rough. Well, and it's that sinking feeling that you get as soon as you realize one of your kids is sick because you know that it's just going to go down through the entire line and take everybody out. Yep. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. Nope. It's a freight train. It's gotta... And then the worst is when something, you know, it, this was pretty quick. It was over with quickly. But if there's a cold or something and it lasts a week for each person, man, sometimes it can be a month straight that somebody's sick. And then, and I know you've experienced this where then finally it seems like everybody gets better, but then the initial person who had it first gets sick again. And it's like this just cycle. And that usually happens over winter. So hopefully we're, we're clear now for the summer and you know spring and summer and we don't get that craziness again till fall or winter. Yeah. About the change of the season, this, this stuff always happens. I know it's going around out here too. Um, I'm glad you're back. I'm sure everybody's glad you're back. Is uh, man, it was interesting doing a podcast by myself last week. It, yeah, I wanted to ask you how that went. I feel like it went good. I, I'll be honest for everybody that that listened to it. That was my third time recording it, and uh, I did it all one take. But it took three takes to you know, to get it all down in one. Uh, but man, it was good. It, it it was a challenge. I mean, you're basically preparing a speech or a presentation, you know, it's, it's not like a conversation where you can just kind of roll off each other. Um, yeah, but I hope it, I hope it was good and I hope people enjoyed it. And, uh, it was definitely shorter than usual, but, but, uh, it was, it was a good learning experience for me. So, but I'm glad to have you back and we can kind of catch up because it's been a couple of weeks since we talked. So yeah. What's new in your neck of the woods, man? Well, we are, plugging away it I feel like I'm always saying the same thing but I mean that's kind of the the cycle we go through we're in in the phase where you know we're trying to grow our sales as much as possible going through 2019 so there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes um, from everything from our process to stuff we're purchasing you know implementing different things so that we're more efficient can package things better um, to gear us up for the rest of 2019. And we, you know, for people that listened, we are still working through some of those new product releases that we were talking about. And that kind of just is a testament to how long some of this can take to get all the details in place and everything from packaging to materials to decals, things like that, before you can even jump into the release. So we're still kind of buttoning up all those loose ends on the first product that's going to come out. And I, I expect that probably in a week or two people will see that. Um, and then around the shop, I mean, we're just balancing. Um, we're trying to balance what we're producing, how we're producing it, how much stock we're having on hand. And at the same time, our order volume has gone up astronomically over the last four to six weeks. And so that brought struggles, you know, of its own. Cause for example, we, uh, we normally are pretty on the ball with, um, ordering material and it norm- normally doesn't matter so much cause there's plenty of it at the mills, um, where we normally order from. But recently, you know, there was a delay with material. So we're still waiting on truckloads of AR 550 plate to come in. So we've been using up 
everything in our stock, all of our raw materials, just to keep up with the orders. Um, and then on top of that, have a couple big jobs that I think are coming up very shortly. Um, so it's, it's a, it's been a balancing act trying to be proactive and order material ahead and all the packaging, uh, but not go overboard. You know, there is that, that fine line where you can only get so much as a growing business. And if you get too much, you know, then you can hurt yourself as far as the cash that you have on hand to, to do other things. So yeah. I'm just navigating that. And I feel like we're always learning and we always figure certain things out, but then I feel like there's always that scenario that jumps out at you and you're like, Oh man, I never thought of that. What are we going to do here? And I mean, that's half of the fun, you know, figuring this stuff out, but yeah. At the same time, it can create some chaos. Um, so that's pretty much, pretty much where we're at right now. Um, that's exciting stuff, man. So what do you think is, is giving that, giving that boost in sales? Is there anything, you know, you know, that you can directly correlate to, uh, to the boost you're having this year? Some of it. Um, it, so I, I break down our customers into a couple different groups and we kind of break them down even further from there. But the three main areas that we sell to are the citizen populace, which are, you know, I'm going to call them the non law enforcement, non military, um, at least not part of a department. That's a big chunk of our, our business. And then we have our law enforcement, which is another avenue that we market to. And then military units, um, the law enforcement orders have skyrocketed over the last, I'm going to say year, but they just keep picking up pace. And I attribute that somewhat to some of the shows we've gone to that directly market to law enforcement departments like the IACP show, the International Association of Chiefs of Police. We did that in Orlando last year. I think that that helped. I have orders coming in now from that show. And, you know, I, I so I definitely attribute some of it to that. Um, that's a big driver of why we've grown a lot over the last couple of weeks. And then as far as the website sales, I think that I can't really put my finger on it. I mean, I did get some advertisements out through Facebook and Instagram and that did return a lot. And then I also upped their game with the newsletter and I saw a, a really big jump in return when I started doing the regular newsletters again. Um, and then on top of that, I think some of it's just the natural snowball effect of people knowing our company name and knowing the reputation. Um, and, and now is tax return time. You know, people have some extra money to spend usually. And I think that that's also driving uh, some of the increase in sales. Nice. Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's always it's nice cool. when you can kind of, it's, it's nice when you can put a finger on it. I mean, you're always thankful for, for a boost, but it's always nice when you can, you know, we can see things that you're doing directly turning into sales. So, and the ones that I look for are the orders that come in on our website that aren't using any discount codes. And that's kind of my pulse on whether or not we're reaching people outside of just social media. Um, Cause you know, when we have a brand ambassador and influencer, like we talked about in one of the, a couple podcasts back, there's usually a discount code there attached so that we can track how their impact um, is affecting sales. But when I start seeing spikes in full price orders, that's when I'm kind of like, okay, what's driving this? And then I try to get to the bottom of that um, and then replicate because that's ultimately, you know, obviously we want, we want those sales to increase as well because that helps our bottom line. Yeah, for sure. What about you? What's going on? Um, man, it's it, it's been crazy here too. And I feel like I say that every podcast, but uh, but there's just there's there's been a lot going on between. Uh, you know, we've been kind of we've been in kind of we've been in kind of a similar situation of just trying to keep up with with keeping things in stock because our sales this year have really increased all across the board between dealers and and website orders and stuff. And, and we're going through product a lot faster than what we're 
used to having to, uh, you know, how to keep stuff ordered. And so, you know, I've got, I'm waiting on a, on a big shipment of, of brackets to come in and uh, I've got very few left. And when I ordered them, it should have given us a big overlap. I'm like, I was feeling good about, <clears throat> about when I ordered them. And, uh, and now it's coming down on the wire. I just, I, I called, I called him yesterday and was like, Hey, uh, is there any way that you guys can get this stuff to me any sooner? Cause I'm going to need it sooner than I thought. Um, which is, I mean, it's a good problem to have. And, uh, yeah. And then on, on top of that, just, um, last week, Braden was on vacation. And so our, our pocket clip bins ran empty, ran dry on Friday. Uh, thankfully he was in yesterday and, and got back to bending clips. And, uh, I, I think even dusty was like bending. He bent a few clips last week just to get, just to get some orders out, you know, if we had 50 orders, you know, yeah, yeah. I think one day we had, uh, we had a couple of dealer orders come in we had to get 50 built. We had no clips in the bin. So he bent <laughs> 51 clips and he got those built and nice got it out. So we've been, we're kind of running pretty lean right now and that's, that's not my favorite feeling. And then uh, on top of that, I've, I've not had a, the machining side of things have been a kind of a struggle lately just because um, I started getting things put together to make more rask parts because um, just my forecast of when I needed them, uh, I'm, I needed to start about two weeks ago. And I ordered some new vices to go in the CNC. The, the, basically, there's, I put two vices in. My old vices there's only one station with each vice. Well, order new ones that have two stations. So I can put, I, I can do twice as much at, at a time. And so I ordered these vices and, and everything I thought that came with it was going to work. Well, I started getting things uh, lined up for the job and I realized that they didn't, that I didn't get what I thought I needed for the job that's and always good so yeah so i ordered another part from them it's, you know it's their part going in their vice and turns out that it doesn't even work with their own product because the vices i bought are a new are a newer generation and the and the second part that i bought isn't updated for the new generation so i call nice. them pretty frustrated like i can't even use your own product with your product and they didn't have any kind of warning or anything on the website saying hey this is this is gen one this is gen two there's there's none of that right and, i mean they said this is two weeks ago they said that, that 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 they would make me like a beta version for me to use and then i could give them feedback and i'm like that's that's fine just give me what i need because i need to start cutting parts now. And they told me two weeks ago that they would have it to me within the week. Well, it's been two weeks and I, st I still don't have what I need from them. So, um, it's just like, and then they, they told me, I think on Friday I called them and they said it'd, it'd probably be another week. And I'm like, guys, this is, this is three weeks. Uh, and I, I need to start making stuff three weeks ago. Uh, so I started making, I, I, I got my old single station devices out. So I'm going back to what, you know, you know, I'm going back to the way that I was doing it, which is getting me parts made. But, uh, but I'm not, I'm not too happy because I spent a lot of money on these vices and on the system and, and stuff. And as I sit right now, I'm not able to use it, but I'm supposed to have, I talked to him again yesterday. I'm supposed to have the part that, that I need pretty soon here. I don't know, but I've been really frustrated on that standpoint. And you know, even Dusty is like, he, he feels frustrated for me. He's like, man, you, you need a win to, to happen here. Yeah. Just, just kind of boost. Cause I feel like there was a couple other things last week that just, Oh, so here's, oh, here's one thing that 
that I've really felt convicted about uh, starting about last last week. I was I was kind of excited to talk to you about this last week, and then you're sick. Uh, so I'm, so I'm bringing it Sorry up now. about that, buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we've done a podcast before about uh, creating content and creating quality content and stuff like that. And, and at that time I, I, I was doing it, but it wasn't necessarily a big priority. You know, thankfully there are so many awesome people on Instagram who post pictures and videos with their Neomag that I kind of have an endless and consistently replenishing pool of content to repost. Right. And a lot yeah. of it is, is really nice quality stuff. So because of that, I kind of started getting lazy about creating my own content. Um, and between the weather finally turning nice where I can start getting to the range and I'm kind of getting back in the bug of, of making some of my own content. Well, I was scrolling through my past posts on Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff. And I'm like, man, like 19 out of 20 of these posts are, are reposts. And I started looking at, at, at the likes and engagement and stuff. And, and it was nothing great. And I kind of just had this conviction, like I, I need to start making a point to create my own content. And my goal is to get to the point where I can look at the last 20, 25 posts and 20 of those 25 are my content. You know, I feel like I, I I don't want to get rid of the repost because to me, that's been an important part of, of my Instagram um, story is sharing other people's uh, experiences and what they're using. And um, it, I I think it reinforces the people that, Hey, there are other people that are using this. You know, I I feel like if you only show your own stuff, you're kind of missing out on showing, Hey, there are other people that that, that use this stuff. So I do think it's important, but, but I don't want, 99% 99% of my posts to be just this repost because repost accounts are boring to me. And so, and so I started looking at some of these, some of these other accounts that I follow, you know, like your guys and, um, you know, T-Rex arms and just, you know, you know, there's a bunch of, of companies, uh, accounts that I started to look at and I'm like, man, these guys all are posting original content. I, I think it wouldn't, when we talked to Paul, Paul was saying that he posts twice a day. You know, look at his stuff. I mean, he doesn't repost anybody's stuff, right? right. It's all yeah. his stuff. And, and that kind of convicted me too. I'm like, I mean, if, if these people can do it, I can do it. And so um, I, I made a point to pick up my camera and, and I bought a new camera at the end of the year, mostly for video, but it takes really nice pictures too. And I'm, and I sat down and, and really t- took some time to learn the camera uh, and the settings and get things set up for me. And my goal is to use that nine times out of, out of 10. I, I think the, I, I think iPhone does a super good job and it's, it's definitely a, a good, a good tool to have, but I also have a really expensive, nice, SLR, actually I have two now that I need right. to use those more. And then on top of that, um, I, I think just kind of snowballed from that. I felt convicted as well to start creating content for YouTube. I really want to get nice. YouTube going, um, become more consistent with what I post on there. Just because I do see even though I might not use YouTube to the extent that other people do, I know that other people use, use YouTube a lot and I have started to use it more. Um, you know, I, I never really saw YouTube as this, as this place to follow channels and like, it almost like, it's almost like you're, you know, for some people, YouTube is like their cable network right like right that's where they get their entertainment and their information and stuff it, to me youtube's always just kind of been like this resource if i needed to 
to look, look find something that I looked on there. Oh yeah. So, so I'm starting to see how much people use YouTube as a f- form of entertainment and following accounts to get that entertainment. Yeah, and, and it's a search engine. Yeah. It's, people use it like they use Google, but if they want videos, you know, it's it's wild. Yeah. But it, but I think it's even more than it. it. I feel like I've used it as a search engine. If, if I'm looking at a product, if I'm if I'm trying to work on my truck and there's something I'm not sure how to do, I go to YouTube, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> but well, I mean, YouTube's basically how I know how to run a CNC machine. You know, so that's how I've used YouTube. But like Dusty and some of my other buddies are just in conversation. They're talking about, hey, did you see so and so's video this last week on on this channel i'm like no what are you like what are you talking what about? are you talking about <laughs> and the more i talk to them the more that i find out that that youtube is their source of entertainment and yep. they have all these channels they follow and they watch religiously and stuff and i'm like man that's that's pretty cool and then i see what me and dusty have been trying to do on our instagram with, with you know with doing some of these fun videos and stuff. And, and the more I've kind of realized Instagram probably isn't the ideal place for those videos. I think, I think it's okay to post them on there, but it, but that stuff's almost made more for YouTube. And so, um, yeah. So anyway, I felt, felt very convicted to start creating content for YouTube and what I want to do with it and it is very difficult. And we tried to do this last year, which is kind of create a vlog of, of kind of inside the shop behind the scenes, Neo mag and, and that sort of thing. And I give a lot of credit to, you know, you, you know, to guys like our buddy Talon, um, who, you know, you know, who vlogs multiple times a week. I'm like, you basically have to have a camera on you like pointed at you all the time and and you have yeah. to be thinking about, about the storyline, about how, you know, you know, how can I create this, the storyline for this vlog? And, and then to do that consistently, it, I mean, a lot of these guys post almost every, every day or three, four times a week. And I mean, my goal is to be able to do this once a week and that's even tough. Um, but yeah, so I just, I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of gung ho <clears throat> about trying to get more of my own content and also trying to create stuff for YouTube. And, and we have a lot of fun stuff coming up this summer that I think is going to be entertaining uh, to vlog just with, you know, with our group going to NRA and with the Ohio range day. And I'm going to Cincinnati uh, to go training with a bunch of guys this, this weekend. And I'm road tripping with, with Dusty and, and, and Paul, a black iron gunner and Greg, a hammer five, five, six, like the four of us are going to be in this tiny station wagon, <laughs> you know, you know, going down. Cincinnati. <laughs> so it just, so I feel like there's, there's lots of stuff going on this summer that I, I, I think, you know, can be entertaining, but it's so hard to not like, I just want to put the camera away and just enjoy the experience and not have a camera on my face the whole time. But if I want to create this vlog, I got, I kind of got to get used to having you know, having this camera in my face. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, I created my own YouTube page now, I want to say like six, seven months ago. And I, I did it for the same, the same reason. Now this is for my personal brand, but what I've come to find is some of the most successful companies have somebody behind the driver's seat with a personal brand that has an impact on the areas around the same industry. And so that kind of led me to start the Keystone carry YouTube page. Um, but I mean, in just, uh, it's not a substantial number of subscribers, but I have just under 1600 subscribers in that time period. Um, and it's normal for a video to get 3000 views to 20,000 views. And the amount of conversations I've been able to have and the amount of people I've been able to point back to my company because of those videos that you would look at and be like, well, that has nothing to do with targets. How does that even relate? But it's not always the, that's not always the point. Um, it, it's just opened up so many different avenues 
And we're going to do the same thing with TA targets with the, uh, the YouTube videos over the summer, because I really think that Instagram is great and it can really help grow your business. But when you want substantial changes or impact or content that has a, a long lifespan, YouTube is 100% the way to go. But it is, from my experience so far, one of the hardest to grow and one of the most time-consuming um, social media outlets, depending, depending on how you're, you're going about it. Some of the vlog-style videos I've done, I don't put as much effort into making them look like a professional edit. But then I had companies send me some products or firearms and I want that video to have the maximum impact. So I put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, so it, it's definitely an investment, but I definitely think that anybody could take advantage of that. And for TA targets side of things, we're going to be doing a lot more product videos coming out very soon as we roll into the warmer, you know, consistently warmer weather. Um, that's kind of my game plan is to, to get, cause there's so many areas that we've been lacking with the product videos. Um, we were just talking about that, that, you know, we probably have 10 products that I don't have any videos on, on our YouTube page. And it's an opportunity for people to see how things are used and, and what's going on. And then like you were saying, some of the specialty videos that are longer than 60 seconds, they don't even have to be like a 15 minute video, but if they're longer than 60 seconds and there's something that you want to be permanent, something you can link to in newsletters, you can embed on your website, then YouTube is absolutely the way to, to go with that. Yeah, absolutely. I just, yeah, there's, I feel like there's so much potential there that I'm not really tapping into. And I've, I've got a decent amount of videos on there. Um, but it's kind of just been here and there, you know, every once in a while I think, Hey, I should throw this on YouTube or, or something. So it, it, I was talking to Greg, um, about how I'd like to start utilizing him more and, and, uh, you know, you know, having him come out to the range you know, with the camera. Cause I'd like to start getting dusty in more of these videos, you know, you know, more and more people are no, know who he is and connect with him. And, um, and he's kind of a funny personality too. So, you know, just to get him in more of these videos instead of behind the camera, it would be nice. And then, and then the other thing is, you know, Greg does the editing too. So that saves me a lot of time. Um, you know, yeah, because that's the other half of things. Actually, that takes more than half the time is. Yeah. No kidding. Sitting down and scrubbing through video and picking stuff out, throwing it together and, and I'm pretty good at, at throwing stuff together pretty quick, you know, for shorter videos. But when you have a week's worth of, of content and a video that, that you have to scrub through and, and knock it down to a couple minutes, uh, that takes some time. And time is one thing I don't have a lot of extra of right yeah. now. So. And, you know, one of the other things I looked at with the YouTube thing and why I started going into it a little more and having more consistent videos was because I also wanted to learn a lot more about videography and editing. Yeah. And it was a great opportunity for me to get hands on with it. And I've done it in the past in school and I've always liked messing around with it. And I've always, you know, for years I made little video edits or riding dirt bikes and stuff, but I never really did anything serious where I'm trying to use it as a marketing tool. Uh, but it definitely, it allows me an area to push and grow um, and learn more and more and more. And and to me, that's been exciting. So I've been happy to to take on the the editing myself. But because of that, I can't get out a video every single week. I mean, there's some weeks that I can, but the amount of time you spend editing is just substantial. Um, See, but I, I also feel like, I feel like it'd be easier if I did to a week instead, you know, so I'm not going through five days of video to make a video, but I'm going through two days would just be a lot easier. Yeah. So yeah. If you're, if you're talking vlog style. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think that would be more manageable. And, and like I said, the vlog style videos that I watch and that I've made or done, they're more, 
I don't, sometimes they'll be complex, but you can kind of simplify them. And I think it's like everything else when you really get into it and you start doing it over and over and over week in, week out, kind of get into a flow. Um, it's like, like everything, it kind of stank to start posting one or two times a day on Instagram. It felt like so much at one point in my life, um, in this business journey. And now it's kind of like, Oh, I got to make a post. Oh, here's that picture I wanted to post. Great. Boom. And then I, I make it happen. Um, so yeah, I, I think it comes with its own learning curves, but that's, man, I got my crosshairs on YouTube this year just because I, I see it as such an important asset to a company or to a brand. Yeah. So speaking of learning curves in, in, in this topic, so last, uh, yeah, so I started doing this last week, you know, Monday morning, I picked up the camera and pointed at myself and, and just kind of went with it during the week. And me and Dusty kind of talked about what we felt like we should get video of. And, and I told him, you know, I, I, I was really stressing to him, like Dusty, I, I need you to pay attention to what's going on around here and pick up the camera. If you see me doing something that you feel like, could be interesting. You know, we don't know, but it's, it's better to get video of it and not need it than not get video of something that we do need. So I, I, I took all this video last week. We, uh, we had a really fun range day um, that, that I, I got some good video at. So Friday I go to uh, take all the video uh, off the, off the camera and and come to find out that my computer, which I've got a like a year old MacBook Pro that's pretty decked out, and it, it won't open the video. So I Google it and looked at my camera settings, and I was I was recording in ten bit video, which I don't really know a whole lot about. That's one thing I don't know a whole lot about is all these different. Uh, quality settings and video types and stuff like that. I don't, I don't really, don't really know a whole lot about it. it well, come to find out, I guess 10 bit video, it's like professional grade or something. And, and most computers and programs don't open up 10 bit. So I had all of this video that I couldn't, couldn't open. Well, I found that there's a converter. It was like 50 bucks for this converter. And I'm really going back and forth. Like, do I just scrap the whole week and just learn from this and start over and not pay this 50 bucks and I'll just change the settings on my camera so that it's so I was like, I, I, it's worth 50 bucks to, to not scrap a whole week's worth of video. Right. So I download the converter, I convert everything. Uh, I delete the old stuff because I mean, that was right. Like 200 gigs of, of stuff. And so I delete that. Well, on Saturday I sit down uh, to kind of start getting stuff together to edit. And like half the video that I converted didn't really convert. Right. And so now I don't, I deleted half the video from last Oh week. man. Um, and I didn't, I didn't move the stuff to a drive. I just deleted off the memory card. Now I know that there's ways to, get into the memory card and get that stuff back. But I'm, just, I'm just kind of telling myself, you know what, maybe this is the message that I need. Let's just take less, you know, take last week as a big learning curve and, and, uh, and just a bump in the road and let's just, let's just start over. So, <laughs> that so I, yeah. So I, I, I kind of feel like I, I got kicked in the gut and it's now Tuesday morning. I didn't pick up the camera yesterday cause I just, I'm, I'm so busy right now. Um, so I feel like I, I was all gung ho about it last week and then that happened. And now I feel like I got knocked down on a couple pegs. And so I, I think one of the things that I like to kind of hear your, your input on this and just, just cause I feel like you probably know more and you follow more YouTube channels than I do. You know, one thing that me and Dusty are trying to figure out is what do we show people? Because I could easily get very, like, I don't know if clinical is the right word, but I could get very kind of nerdy about, about things like, yeah. you know, here's, here's how I'm doing this on the CNC and here's why. And here's the, you know, you know, the whole vice thing I could, 
I can show that sort of thing. And I know that there's a crowd for that. Um, you, you've seen how things are done and how things are made and it, it, but it's not super, um, it's not what I would call, you know, you know, very entertaining or do we go more of like a discovery channel documentary type type show where there's more of a storyline that we create or, or, or that we film around for the week. Um, or, or, or maybe there's a little bit of both. I don't know. Like, I think it's going to take, I think it's going to take a little time for us to kind of get that stride and figure out what we can consistently make every week and also what people want to watch. I think there's a crowd for anything. I mean, there's crowds of there's massive crowds of people watching kids open boxes, you know, it, you know, with, with products and, and there's, yeah. Yeah. So I guess what would you, or what do you do and, and what do you feel like people want to see? Man, I love B-roll. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So like anytime that I'm doing a video, I like to, I don't know, like even if it's a vlog, the vlogs that keep my attention are the ones that show something extremely interesting thrown inside the mix of the talking and the showing. So I, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know the best way to, to go about that for you, but what my, I guess how I'm going to go about it for us as we kind of navigate through some of that, because there there are going to be some, some vlogs for TA targets. I don't know if I'm going to do, I don't know how much of that I'm going to do, especially because I'm first going to focus on the product videos, but I'd be experimenting. I'd be trying, you know, some, some videos where it's mostly just B roll heavy um, and, and maybe pausing or maybe, you know, not so much talking where it's just, you're really showing people and keeping them interested in what's going on or what's happening and kind of capturing their eyes. Um, and then I would also try some, you know, centered around things that people ask you all the time where it might be, how do you do this? Or why do you guys do this or whatever? And then incorporate that into your vlog. Um, but you could also break it down into different kind of topics that happen. Cause it, if we look at our weeks and it's probably hard to think of it off the top of our heads, but there's cycles that happen in my week and there's things that I could show people, you know, this is how this kind of progresses from Monday to Friday and each week there's differences, but at the same time, there's some consistent things that happen. And you could showcase all of that. And then, yeah, I don't know if it, if I was in your shoes, I'd be experimenting though, trying to figure out what people want to see. But at the same time, it's not all about what, what everybody wants to see. You also have to look at it from your business standpoint. What are you trying to put out there? Because there is information that could help, um, could help you to communicate with your customers and maybe address some of the common misconceptions or, or questions or concerns or whatever people might see jumping up. Yeah. But to me, I really appreciate vlogs that really do give an in-depth view of who I'm following. Right. So however you guys go about that, I don't think that there's going to be a wrong, if you know what I'm saying, you'll, you'll see some videos might get less views, but you could also, the cool thing about YouTube and your channel is you can customize your channel and you could group certain styles of vlogs together and you could have themes or whatever. Um, some could be, I don't know, production themes. Some could be whatever range days or, but I mean, I know your week's going to vary greatly. So I don't know. That's tough. And I, yeah. I think the only way to do it really is to hit the ground running. Right. And then learn as you go. Yeah. That's kind of what I was telling Dusty. I was like, I feel like we just need to film a bunch of stuff. We'll see how it, it edits and goes together. Um, I mean, I feel like I need to at least figure out, you know, is this like a narrated video with B-roll? Is this a, I'm in front of the camera explaining or showing people things and the same with Dusty, you know, like that there's, there's different ways, just foundational ways to put together a video. And I think I at least need to figure out what that foundation is and then the actual content and what, and what's what's being recorded uh, can vary so 
I don't know. It, it's, it's something I'm excited about. And I feel like that I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Um, I just kind of need to learn how to, how to do it and, and stuff. So, and I think that a lot of it's going to be just being conscious of what's going on around you. Like you said with dusty, you know, making sure that he's grabbing the camera if he sees you doing something, but just being able to take a mental pause when you see that happening or like, Oh man, that's a really good, whatever it might be. Um, and some of those vlogs, you could fill up an entire, you know, 10 minute vlog video or whatever with just one topic that you might've seen happening as Dusty's performing that function or whatever he's doing. Um, so just, I think having the camera on hand and then getting an abundance of footage, you can always figure out the direction, you know, as you're going through editing. But then I think even more so, and I think the people that do this really well, even if they're not consciously doing this, they're doing it is creating a style that when people see it in a YouTube feed, they recognize the thumbnail, they recognize the text. They, I I think, and we've talked about that consistency, but like, if you hop on my, my YouTube, my personal one, Keystone carry, you're going to see a style as you look through my videos. If you see one of mine pop up on the feed, you're going to know it's mine. Yeah. And I think that that's, probably the thumbnail and that consistency is going to be as critical as what you actually edit. Yeah. And that's things. And I've watched, I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos on how to YouTube and what makes things work and successful. Yeah. And I, I, I think I've come up with a pretty good, uh, noticeable thumbnail kind of theme. Um, nice. still, kind of, still kind of tweaking it a little bit, but I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's good. And, um, yeah, so that's cool though. I'm excited, I, I'm excited for you. Dusty it's, was excited when, when he came in last week on Monday, I was all excited. I'm like, Dusty, we're doing YouTube. And he got all excited. He was like, yeah, was like signatures, it's like little high pitch scream or whatever he does. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I try to that. mimic it, but my voice currently can't go into that range. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's always, you know, the addiction to business. I don't even know if you should call it an addiction, but I'm going to, to me, the, the thrill of it, I'll call it is the fact that there's so much to learn all the time. And YouTube is one of them. That's just a powerhouse. I mean, we were talking about Pinterest the other day. So now I'm like amped up and I'm going to be like, yeah, man, we're going to have a TA targets Pinterest soon. Cause why not? Why would yeah. why would you not want to get every avenue you possibly can? And recognizing, you know, we can't do it all, especially as a small business. You there are limitations, and I think that I guess I'll I'll say this to you: something that happens to me with my YouTube is I put a lot of pressure on myself to be like, oh man, why can't I get a weekly video out? But I have to kind of step back and do a mental check and be like, dude, you're running a business. You're not. You know, this is a totally different avenue and being okay with not making excuses. I'm being cautious about that. But when I started this YouTube page, I told myself that one to two videos a month is my commitment. And anything more than that is a bonus that I can get done. So I think just setting yourself realistic parameters that hold you accountable so you don't tuck this under the rug, but not kill yourself and then miss other critical aspects of your business, um, you know, just for the sake of putting videos out. Yeah. It's a hard balance. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make sure that you're doing something, you know, you got to make sure that there's purpose behind it and you got to make sure that, that you have a, that you have a goal with it. And honestly, for me and Dusty is that I, I, and I know you feel the same way is I really feel like it's, it's important to, not just sell your product, but sell yourself. Yes. And, and sell the people behind it. Just, you know, we just had somebody the other day, um, Dusty was telling me he got an email from a guy that said that he saw a video <clears throat> that we posted on Instagram about just with some, there's some B roll from the shop um, of us bending clips and stuff like that. 
and he sent us an email and said, Hey, you know, you know, just sort of uh, a Neomag. I've known about it for years, but I just saw a video of you guys bending clips and realized that there's a small business thing and, and you guys are doing this yourself. And, and so I wanted to support you guys. And I, I bought one, you know, that's, that's awesome, man. I love that. And just cause that's so much of, of, of the content that we want to make and that we do make, that's the whole intent with it is, is to show people that we're just your average normal guys working in a backyard building, you know, trying to make a, a product, trying to make a difference in an industry and, and stuff, you know, that's the stuff that excites me to see in other companies. So, you know, let alone mine. And so it just, it's cool to hear when, when that kind of feedback uh, comes in it's just because what you're doing is, is working. So, you know, I, I, I'd love to have even more in depth, uh, you know, look at that stuff on YouTube, you know, you know, a little bit longer content than 60 seconds. Cause even 60 seconds on Instagram is too long. Very few people are watching more than 15 seconds. So, yeah. yeah and people on YouTube do, from my opinion, from my standpoint, looking at my stats as I posted videos, they have a way longer attention span. Yeah. Well, that's you what you go there for. Like you, right. you aren't going to YouTube to watch a 15 second video. You're going to YouTube because you're going to invest some time in watching and something. So it, like, I know if I pull up YouTube and I see a 15 second video, I'm probably not, I'm probably not even going to click on it. Cause that's not even long enough to merit my, my time, you know? So it, yeah. it's kind of a weird dichotomy on, on YouTube. Cause I'm also sure that there's such thing as too long. Um, oh Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I would think anything longer than five minutes, you're probably pushing it, I, but I don't know. Not, uh, I wouldn't say five minutes, but so I'll give you an example. Depending, this is where a good video layout works really well. So I have some videos that are 20 minutes long on my YouTube. It took me forever to edit. And I actually have a pretty surprising amount of people watching all the way through. And if you, if you flow, like say I'm, I did one on our, my Vertex bag. I did one on my 300 blackout, whatever. If you flow it well with the B roll and the points that you're presenting are concise and information that, you know, people are going to want, people will watch through. Um, but obviously not everybody and people, you know, the cool thing about YouTube is you can just kind of skip to wherever you want. Um, but yeah, I just think it's cool that people have a higher attention span. The, the content stays permanently on your page. Um, and, and people can reference back to it whenever, wherever, however many times they want. Um, it, it's just neat. Yeah. It's a, it's a neat way to for me, um, in my mind, to take a business. And for me, my the route that I'm going is create a personal brand so people can kind of know who I am and see my face and see me talking and see what else I'm passionate about outside of the realm of just my business. And then, you know, I, I noticed that, more people are recognizing me because I started that YouTube than before just with my normal page with Keystone Carry and my business. Cause I don't really post a lot of content on myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I just never really, I don't know. I, I didn't really have a desire to be like, Oh, this is me and check me out and look at me. I, I kind of felt like, you know, having a lot of personal content would be self loathing. But then as I started seeing companies um, and how they're, successfully navigating this is you want those, you want the people behind the business to be out in the content because of the relation, um, the relationship aspect with the customer. And that's what I'm shooting for is just, I want people to get to know who I am so that they understand what principles are in place with the business. And they know that we're handling them as a customer, the same, you know, more like a friend than just a number yeah. Um, on a screen. Yep. And, and I, you and you and I have talked about that so much and we both agree um, that that's how we do business. And I think that's why we're thriving. Honestly, I think that's part of it. It's part of the yep. equation. Yeah. Also, I, I think we should probably kind of start wrapping up here. I guess I like to ask, ask anybody listening. Um, what do you, it, if you watch stuff on YouTube, what do you like to see? What channels do you follow? What format do you like to watch? And maybe even more directly, what would you like to see from 
my YouTube channel and Jared's YouTube channel, you know, what, what kind of things would you like to see on there? You know, would you like to see more, um, you know, know, small detail and things getting done in the shop or would you rather see more kind of funny entertainment type stuff or, or maybe a mix of the both. So if you have some input for us, uh, you know, we would love to hear it. I, I know Jared would, Jared would too for his channel. So, which by the way, if you search, uh, the Neo mag on YouTube, then you'll find our channel. I do have a lot of videos on there. Um, but I'm kind of, kind of starting now, you know, you know, making more of a, of a purpose behind it. And Jared, what's your YouTube channel for people to go to? So obviously you can type in TA targets and like I said, there's a lot lacking there, but there is going to be a lot more content coming through 2019 on that channel. And if you want to see the inside world of my mind and like where I'm at projects I'm working on, whether that's my Jeep or firearms or things that I like to talk about, then just type in Keystone Carry on YouTube or Instagram for either of those. You can always check those out because I, you know, I'm going to be stepping up the game with the content. I was kind of lacking over winter because we had so much other stuff going on, but it is my mission this summer to be content heavy, and I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Well, bud, we should probably get back to work and let let these people that are listening. Listen to something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, you have a good rest of the week. Um, for everybody listening, again, we, we greatly appreciate you downloading this or streaming this wherever you're finding it. Um, if you could just drop us that rating and review because that would mean the world to us, helps us know whether we're on the right track with this or not. Um, and then like Greg said, feel free to reach out to us through our email or hit up our group that we have called Forging the Journey on Facebook and join that we'll accept you and we want to start some conversations over there yeah yeah we'll get a we'll get something going on the facebook group about about youtube channels and and some input and stuff so if you're hearing us head over to the facebook page if you're not a part of it yet hit join and we'll let you in and get you in on the conversation awesome man all right man you have a great week yeah you take care we'll talk next time all right see you